0: How's it going guys, Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm gonna be talking about marijuana and CFS. Can it help? Will it make you worse? It's a very interesting topic because at the height of my CFS, when I was living with my grandparents, when I was completely bedridden, they had to feed me and, you know, I couldn't shower. I was literally stuck in bed. I had scoured the internet for potential solutions and I have scoured Google far and wide. All the forms you could think of, all the different treatments and, you know, I found a lot of interesting things. One in particular, because I was so desperate at the time was marijuana and CFS. Because I had found all these different remedies. I had tried different remedies that didn't work. The typical medical system was not helping me. I was turned away from a lot of doctors. I was being told I was normal, even when I knew I was not normal. So I started looking into these alternative medicines. And one thing that I hadn't tried in the past is marijuana. Actually, I did try it once, which I will get into that in a little bit. But I thought, you know, might as well give it a try. So there's a lot of people who ask me this because they were also in my position. You have tried lots of supplements from naturopaths. You've tried medication from doctors. You've tried different treatments that didn't really work. So you start exploring these alternative routes. Things like marijuana come up, medical marijuana, because we read things about them and they're like, oh, well, this stuff is pretty safe. It's natural. We have this actual system in our body called the cannabinoid system and apparently you know there's lots of stories online that this is like a miracle for some people it's helped cure some crazy illnesses so i thought the same thing now let's rewind the clock a few years when i first got sick i remember i was personal training i first got sick had an absolutely horrible panic attack in the library thought I was going to die because i took this supplement and then pretty much ended up with seven paramedics coming in saying, I'm lucky to be alive. So anyways, I had severe anxiety after that. And one night I needed to take the edge off. So I had some marijuana that a friend gave me and I smoked the whole thing. It was like, it was a pretty thick joint. No, not too thick. I don't know. Different for everybody. It was maybe this long, right? But I smoked the whole thing. And then I was playing video games to try to relax. For the first hour, it was good. It was nice. I was feeling relaxed. I was listening to music. I was even eating ice cream at the time. This is before the food sensitivities kicked in. But my mom came home and I heard her open the door and, you know, my parents weren't opposed to me doing that stuff because I had done it in the past before. As long as I was staying out of trouble and I was getting good grades in school and doing something with my life, they were okay with it. So she comes into the door. It wasn't even me being scared to tell her that. You know, I just smoked some weed. It was the sound of the door that startled me. Like the way she just swung it open. I heard the keys jingling. I was like, whoa, that kind of startled me. But next thing you know, that feeling of being startled, that kind of panic emotion, it just kept building up. And then within 10 seconds, I just threw the controller on the ground, ran to the sink for some reason, started drinking water, and had a massive panic attack. I said, mom, call the ambulance right now, I'm having a heart attack. And then I remember it was November. Here in Vancouver, November is actually extremely cold. Sometimes it's snowing. I remember I ran outside, it was raining, pouring rain, and I lay down in my driveway because I felt like my body was on fire. Like it was the worst panic attack ever. So I was lying there on my driveway, rain falling down on my face, mid-November, It's freezing cold. I'm like, I'm gonna die right here, this is it. Like I messed up, I messed up big time. So I had the worst panic attack ever. Anyways, the ambulance comes, they pick me up, they give me Ativan, I wake up in a hospital and they're like, yeah, don't do that. So that's my first experience with marijuana when I had CFS. So right off the bat, I knew that this would be a bad idea in the future. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to get anywhere near it. Just like the same way I thought about energy drinks and caffeine and stimulants, because those things really mess with my heart rate. Like I drink a small cup of hot chocolate, heart rate would be through the roof. Even the sight of energy drinks, I had PTSD from it because, you know, I've had a few panic attacks from them before as well. But with marijuana, I knew from that point, I was like, okay, this is not good. It'll make me feel, really relaxed in the moment it'll actually feel good but then as soon as it wears off or if it gets to that point where i start panicking it's bad like very very bad so anyways fast forward a few years later you know within that time period i got better went off work because i got sick again back to work sick back sick back to work. And then the fourth time was a complete crash where I couldn't even walk for eight months. So I think four months into that eight month bedridden stage, I was desperate. So I found this thing online called Phoenix Tears. Actually, one of my friends told me about it. He was like, hey, I know you've been struggling. You've tried everything. Have you tried these Phoenix Tears? Now, keep in mind, I'm just telling you guys this because it's my experience with this stuff. I'm not saying go out and try this at all. That's not what I'm saying. In fact, you probably shouldn't try this. But something called Phoenix Tears, it's some very potent THC oil that is known to basically cure miracles from what I read. It's like people would have cancer or skin cancer, they'd rub it on their skin, next day it's gone. Apparently, I watched documentaries on this stuff. People who had other serious issues, this would cure it. So I was like, okay, let's give it a try. So I remember my friend brought me this syringe basically oil. And I took a little bit because I was so desperate. I was willing to try anything. I took a tiny bit, literally like a sliver of my fingernail, just the tip of a pin. Basically, I put it under my tongue because apparently that's how it gets absorbed. And then within five seconds, I was high, right? I was high. And it was actually nice for that first hour. Again, it was nice because I was eating food at the time. My grandma cooked me a delicious meal. All our meals were absolutely delicious. Shout out to my grandma. And the food tasted so good. And I felt like I could eat two plates of this stuff i had the munchies but i kept having these crazy panic attacks but at the time i knew that like i had been through so many of them that i knew it wasn't going to kill me my girlfriend at the time was sitting down beside me and she was helping kind of keep me calm during these panic attacks and i would tell her oh my goodness like the food tastes delicious but my body is something is off here like physically my heart rate is through the roof mentally i feel relaxed it was really weird my body was really confused and we put our hands or our fingers on like my neck and my heart rate was like dook 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 do, 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 do. it would come back down, I'd go back to eating, it would come up again. And so it really just threw my body for a tailspin. The next day, I felt really good. Not to the point where I could walk around and stuff, but the pain was significantly down. I didn't feel any pain when I was on it, actually. Pain was almost non existent, but then two, three days later, oh my goodness, it was horrible. The pain came back like twice as hard. The migraines were horrible, body aches and pains were horrible. I basically had a crash after that. I was crashing like 24 seven, but yeah, that really messed me up. So. Gave up on the THC and we actually switched to CBD because I realized there's two different ones. I don't know too much about this stuff, honestly. I know THC and CBD is different. CBD is supposed to be the more calming, the more like parasympathetic stuff. So I got my mom to source it out and get some from her friend and then I started taking it and it would actually help me relax a little bit. I would have extremely vivid dreams, almost like nightmares as in like I was running in the dream and then I'd wake up, my heart was going through the roof and it felt like I was running basically. My arms and legs are tired. So the CBD actually didn't help that much as well. In fact, I had a lot of mood swings with the CBD. It would help calm me down for a couple hours. But then after that, I'd start feeling super sad or super mellow or super nostalgic. So while it helped a lot temporarily, as soon as it wore off, my body swung in the complete opposite direction and there was no stability, right? I think in certain times and certain health conditions, these can be extremely beneficial, but with something like a hypersensitive nervous system, any kind of supplements or things like that, any kind of THC or CBD or marijuana related supplements, they can completely throw your body off balance. And I've seen this with other people too in the program. I've seen people try eating like marijuana cookies and it would be fine. It would actually work great for a couple months. But then once your body starts building a tolerance to it, it starts wearing off, you can actually feel even worse after because maybe you'll sleep good for a month or two months. As soon as that stuff starts wearing off, well, guess what? Now you're not sleeping at all. And there's a guy in the program, he actually did this, right? Like he was doing so well in the first couple months. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome, man. Just keep it up. And then two months later, I find out there's actually this whole other factor I wasn't even aware of. There were the marijuana cookies. And I was like, man, I didn't know about that. You have to stop that. at least taper off of it because this is going to put you in a deeper hole. Trust me. It feels okay now, but it's going to make you go backwards. And he was like, yeah, but it helps me this and that. But anyways, after some time eventually it did get to the point where it wore off. It didn't have any positive effect. And in fact, his body moved into the opposite direction and actually got worse. So then he was like, yeah, okay, probably shouldn't have done that. I've also seen it with people doing CBD supplements. With with CBD supplements, it can actually cause things like derealization, things like depersonalization. It can make you feel like you're kind of in a different dimension it has a big effect on you mentally, right? So In terms of marijuana overall with CFS, honestly, I wouldn't recommend it based on what I've seen with people and my personal experience with it. I've never seen it actually work long-term for people. In fact, I've only seen it make people worse or keep them stuck, right? So while it can help you mellow out and calm down in the moment, it's actually gonna cause more harm down the road and it's just going to prolong that recovery process so just understand that when you're getting into it yes it might feel great when you do it but at the end of the day what are we here for are we here to feel good and feel decent for a few hours at a time a few days at a time or are we here to get our life back to really thrive right if that's the main goal then stay away from the marijuana that's what i can say about it because while it may work for the short term it does have a massive rebound effect where you will pay the price down the road and it's not a fun one to pay. So I actually made a video about supplements and all of that, you can watch it up here. I dive really deep into the effect supplements and medications have on your nervous system. I'm not saying all medications are bad or all supplements are bad. What I am saying is most of them are, and most of them are given to you blindly. Most of the time, at least from what I see from people, they are given because the doctors don't know what else to do and they're actually trying to treat the symptoms. If someone has a headache, they're given headache medication. If someone has a high heart rate, they're given medication to lower the heart rate. If someone is feeling a lot of buzzing and that wiredness, they're giving something like Xanax, which sometimes needs to be used, but for the most part, you know, you need to think about this long-term and ideally you find a doctor who understands what's going on and can help Give you the right things if you need it. At certain levels in recovery, you probably do need some medication. If you are completely bedridden, you can't even swallow food, you can't even talk, you can't even roll over. If you're at that level, yes, honestly, you probably need some medication if you're stuck like that for weeks and months at a time. If you're in a crash that only lasts for a few days, you probably don't need it. But if you are at an extreme level, like I just described, you probably need it. So as you all know, I'm not a doctor. I cannot recommend any medical advice on what you guys should do. I'm just telling you what my experience is and what I've seen with people, just for all liability purposes. I have seen certain medications work well with some people. I myself, I took an SSRI as well as a very mild anti-anxiety for the first few months getting out of the hospital, and I found that to really help. But I've seen many people recover without it. I needed it because I was at an extreme place. So, as always, we do a subscriber comment highlight of the day. In this video, it's gonna be from Hannah. She says, Congratulations, Miguel. I can't wait to get a hold of it. This is about the book that I actually just launched recently, I can't wait to get a hold of it, and it's super generous of you to sell it for such a low price. Your channel has opened my mind to a new way of approaching my fatigue issues, which have been going on for years at this point. At first, when anxiety was brought up, I thought, nah, that's not me, but I've since realized I've been living with quite a high level of background anxiety about pretty much everything without being conscious Of the extent of it i've been gradually watching some of your videos but i am excited to get into the book yes so with the book i priced it as cheap as amazon would let me honestly i don't care if i make a penny on that book it's really just to get the information out there to give people that sort of kind of structured playbook on how to recover so if you haven't already click the link down below go grab that book if you wanted some extra help in recovery you wanted some hands-on help for myself and other coaches you needed some structure around your recovery so you know exactly what to do without over pushing yourself so that way you can gain consistent and predictable progress you can also apply for the recovery jumpstart program we're always looking to help more people all around the world we see it Every single week, there's so many wins in our Inner Circle community. Click that link below. You can apply to see if you're a good fit for the program. If you are, then I would absolutely love to help you out. Make sure to hit that like button. Comment down below your biggest takeaway from this video for a chance to be featured in the next video in the subscriber highlight comment. Always remember, you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.